Mic check, mic check. I ain't got the coronas, you know, just little allergies. <laughs> So well produced, dog. Fire ass song by Trues, dog. He just came out with a project called Flight Three Two Three. Check that shit out on all platforms, man. I've been bumping it all day. I'm actually gonna do a review video to it. Uh, it's gonna come out the same day that this podcast comes out. <laughs> but make sure y'all check his project out, man. Very dope project. Shout out to Trues, man. You got one, bro. But uh, yeah, man. This episode right here I got today. Woo. Very, very, very dope. Of course, we can't get away from talking about the Coronies. We had to start talking about the Coronies at a 30-minute mark. That's when we get into, you know, the topic for today, which is the what are we text. <laughs> hey, man, you know women love sending that damn what are we text. But, yeah, that's what the topic is for today, man. Um, Y'all make sure y'all staying safe out here, dog. And me, I'm just keeping my time occupied. Uh, subscribe to my Patreon patreon.com backslash sit down slim um i got a lot of good content on there man and i'm putting content out damn near every other day since this corona shit is going on because we ain't really got shit else to do man i'm gonna be dropping uh vlogs on youtube probably every day this week also so make sure y'all subscribe to my youtube um and yeah man let me stop running my mouth and get right into the episode dog i hope y'all enjoy this motherfucker because I really like it. <laughs> the whole time I was editing it, I was like, oh, yeah, this one right here is dope, man. But let me get right into it and shut the fuck up. We got to stay safe. Always, bro. Always. Um, This shit ain't even worth it at the end of the day. Are you worried about the corona shit, though? Am I worried? No. If I get it, I get it. Ain't nothing I can do about that. That's how I feel, too. I'm, I'm more so worried about the people that can get it and die from it. But at the same time... It's not nothing I feel like I should Stop be, your life over Yeah and I should be worried about every day that I wake up Shit I went to work today Y'all ain't shutting down for shit is y'all Well we You know I work for the government In the government building So they limited access to um, They have no Unless you're an employee You can't come in the building mm -hmm. And um, 
I think we're only going to have 10 people in the office at a time. So currently, I'm on call. You know. You can't fuck with them dice during the podcast. I might go pick that shit up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I haven't been ratcheting many, many moons. <laughs> Shut so, your ass up. Um, you know. I told somebody recently that you, that you like, you fake sophisticated. I'm f- how? <laughs> I'm not sophisticated? Bruh, sometimes you get in your bag where, like, you want to be super sophisticated, and I'll be like, that nigga ain't like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey. And then you come with me, and we hang out. Now, we'll hang out all night, and goddamn, you'll get in your bag. And I'll be like, see, that nigga ain't like that, man. I'm just saying, bruh, it's the people you hang around. Oh, okay. I see where you're going. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm far from a nerd, but, you know, I could cut that, you know what I'm saying? That you know that shit on and all. Yeah. So, but I ain't about to damn have none of them niggas try me. I'm saying though, like it's it's some people that think you like the next mayor of Augusta or some shit. Oh no, I'm I'm far from that. <laughs> but I I do know how to conduct myself, you know, around different types of people. Me too. I pride myself in that, even though a lot of people disagree. Mm-hmm. They think that I'm head ass all the time, and I'm not. Well, there's a lot to be said about. Having versatility and being able to move in any type of environment. Because you still got to be yourself at the end of the day. Exactly. And I I try not to, whenever I'm around different types of people, I try not to portray myself as someone who will just, like, slap you. But, you know, I have a... I <laughs> Like, I have very low tolerance for ignorance when it comes to the other race. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna be honest with you, dog. Last night, me and Maine did a podcast with uh, shout out with, to Maine, shout out to Maine with two brothers, and um, they was in they they was in a uh, black supremacy black a bag, nigga. Black supremacy? Yes, that's a thing. Like some Doctor Umar Johnson it. shit. It's funny because we played a clip from Doctor Umar because they fuck with Doctor Umar. I mean, nigga, that shit was hilarious, nigga. I fuck with Doctor Umar to an extent too. Dr. Umar said, if you don't live in the black community, you don't get reparations. This is my thing with Dr. Umar. (laughs) Some of the stuff he says has validity. And I agree with his message on when it comes to teaching black children to love themselves, uh, teaching black men how to actually be men and stand up guys in their community and uh, how to protect our black women and, you know, things like that. Um, his thoughts on the education system, how black people need to go to school yeah, together. we hit on that on the podcast and Black night. teachers and everything. It's just when you're too radical, man, that it bites in your ass. You can't, you have, that's why I say, it, you know, you have to be versatile. Mm-hmm. You have to know how to move within different circles. That's why, you know, I think that's Bernie's demise. Bernie Sanders. Yeah. You know, I think he preaches very, very great points when it comes to people. The political side, I don't think he's that strong, even though he's very well versed, but he's just too radical. Bro. Very, very radical. I'm glad you got the politics. Uh, Somebody I was talking to yesterday, I think they're starting um, a marketing business, and he wanted to talk to me about, you know, 
growing my podcast, and I think the only one he ever heard was with you. Mm-hmm. And he told me I should turn my podcast to a uh, political podcast. For what? That person was Pert. Was who? Pert. Pert who? <laughs> Yo, homie, Pert. <laughs> what you think about that? I like your... I like the current uh, format of your podcast. Um, I wouldn't change it. I think trying I to talk politics with you and Big King, though. We keep going. I wouldn't yeah, try to just trying, just trying to make it something that's not your vision. Trying to, you know, I can see you trying to play with different things, but yeah, I don't think that's you. Nah, and I think you're you're way too radical in your own sense. To I wouldn't say radical. I th- I think you're very. Um, you're you're very stuck in your beliefs, and you're very strong on your own values and morals. So it depends I, what it is. Like I'm not an extremist, like blue or anything. Like you can change my mind on something, but it has to make sense, and you have to come with some shit. Like recently, I also learned that um, I'm a very good debater, so people have to come with that same energy and you can't like be no sensitive motherfucker and want to end the debate it's like no bro let's learn something from each other with this right yeah but then at the end of the day niggas like to fight that's why i don't debate because i i mean i can debate with somebody who has but see i like i like the mental thing though i like being able to control myself and not getting it towards fighting that shit makes me feel good about myself like like being able to control the conversation and not getting it towards being heated but also i also want the other person to have some restraint and not get to get wild as fuck too and i ain't gonna lie one of the guys that was on the podcast last night me and him ended up staying in the studio and talking to like 1 30 in the morning bro and he was just like telling me some things about myself that i really don't notice you know what i'm saying and i was like damn i kind of am like that like i know how to deliver a message make the shit funny but still be intelligent and serious as hell and I know a lot of people ain't got that shit, so that's why they don't really like the debate with me. That's why they probably go to the fight and, and shit, like you said. And see, <laughs> I'm I'm not all the way there yet. Um, I don't like to fight, but I I get very I'm very emotional. Like I get yeah. upset real easy. So whenever I feel myself getting to that point, I um I shut down. You get crazy in public too. Like when when, when we was at studio the other night. Oh shit! Hey, bro. Um, what's up with everybody saying um, martial law? Yeah, martial law. You already knew what I was about to say, ain't it? Yeah. You believe that shit? Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I think this shit is bringing out a lot of conspiracy theories. I'm not gonna discredit it because I was talking to a guy last night. Was talking about this shit as a hoax, and I was like, Nah, I don't think that's it. It, you know, but I'm not gonna rule that out. Um. You know, if they do it, they do it. Like I said, you're going to realize how little power you have as a human being <laughs> when this shit, like, hits the fan. Like, you don't control anything. Bro, I got a, <clears throat> excuse me, I got a homeboy in Kentucky. Shout out to Cody. Um, He works at a gun store. He said that his gun store was booming this week. People brought all the ammunition. He said he has no ammunition in his store anymore. And he told me it's because everybody feels like martial law is coming. And um, I told him, I was like, bro, you're getting kind of extreme. And I don't think he knew I knew what that meant. But he thinks 
that the uh, excuse me, the government, not the government, the military is going to control, is going to be in control, and they're going to go door to door and they're going to take all guns. So that's why everybody is stockpiling because we're going to have to uh, fight the military. They're convinced of that shit. I'm talking about buying guns the fuck up. So what if that really happens? I, I was having a conversation with the older guys last night about that too, and, and they was asking like, if something like that did happen and that shit actually turned into a race war, do I think that our generation will be prepared for that? Fuck no. Yeah, I told I told them no because I said I ain't gonna lie. Like their generation are very extreme. Our generation are kind of like nonchalant. Like oh, racism is getting better. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like that's the generational gap right there. Because he was asking me that, you know what I'm saying? Because, of course, I'm in this generation, and he's in his generation. He said he never gets to talk to young brothers like me and you, you know, with some sense about things like that. And I was like, you're right. But it's like, it's pros and cons to both sides, though. You know what that makes me think of? You remember the um, the Killer Mike interview? Well, you can go to any Killer Mike interview. Where he yeah, was talking like, about the same shit and all Yeah, that. you have to train your children to know how to use weapons and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like every nigga in the hood got a gun. But at the end of the day, do they know how to use them? You shooting goddamn all 14 rounds in your in your mag, but you're not hitting nothing in the you know what I'm saying? One of them crackers coming with an AR and shoot you one time mm-hmm. from one bullet. I think we'll be in bad shape, bro. Trey Trey talk about that all the time. Like, we be places and people got guns and niggas be having their fingers on the triggers taking pictures and shit. Mm-hmm. And Trey hates that shit. He snaps every time he sees that shit. That shit's trash. I leave whenever I see a nigga with a gun, period. And I'm not scared of guns at all. I, I don't like people that I don't trust with guns, though. Right. Yeah, I'm the same that's way. My thing. That's why I have my gun with me pretty much everywhere. Yeah. But if I don't feel safe in the environment, I'm not even going to stay there. Mm-hmm. There's no point in risking your life or just you don't know what's going to happen. Cuz I mean, I just I have too much to lose. That's why that's how I feel personally. I have way too much to lose to put my fate into somebody else's hand. But bro, everything going on I do believe like something crazy could happen from it strictly because like I don't know though. I said this last podcast. Why the fuck did they go out and buy all the goddamn toilet paper? And breaking their necks and fighting and killing each other over some fucking toilet paper. Bruh. Nigga, they did over chicken sandwiches. You 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 still surprised at this point? Nah, I'm not surprised, but that's the only thing that worries me is like the stupidity of people. Yeah, I'm not, dog. I'm not even scared of no zombie apocalypse happening. I'm, dog. I'm worried about how the fuck people gonna react to that shit. Cause I can't do nothing but just try to survive every day. That's all I can do. I think what I would want to do. I know all my friends and families with weapon, with weapons, and um, I would wanna, you know. Find somewhere essentials that we all can like stay with a bunch of supplies and you know shit like that. As long as you have running water, fuck toilet paper. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. But as long as you have food and you can protect yourself, I think that's what's that's needed the at the end of the day. Yeah. You can always boil tap water to sterilize it. You what know the what fuck I mean? you think they about to do with the toilet paper? Shit, probably build TPs or some shit. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Build toilet paper for it. <laughs> Did you go out and buy ass of toilet paper? Nah, I, I keep 
I keep my shit in stock. You know what I mean? My mom Me always been like that. So I probably already had two, three things for toilet paper and paper towels. That's what I like said that. when all this happened. I said, bro, I already got like six months worth of toilet paper in my house. Right. And I got at least 300 bottles of water in my house. Because I yeah. always keep water in my house. What if we do get to a point where like supplies are limited? They they wouldn't let that happen. Well, so. under this administration, I'm not certain, but I think the sensible thing would to be not let that happen. You see what happens. Just let's just look at the projects. You know, you put all these people with limited sources in one place, and you see what happens. You see the crime. You see all the other BS, the struggles. Is that's what it's going to be. And I I, I think. It's, it's going to be dangerous. Um, I'm not worried about protecting my family because, honestly, where I live, I, it's a lot of ratchet folk over there. And I think, you know, just us as black folk, we'll stick together and, you know, get what we need to get. Yeah. And I, and I do think that, you know, even with all the ignorance that's going on with people buying Three tons of toilet paper, and did you see the lady with fucking like a hundred cartons of milk in her uh? Yeah, her buggy. Like I don't, I Bruh, don't understand I seen, that. I seen somebody like that in Walmart. I went to Walmart yesterday. She, dog, it was a lady. She had a mask on and gloves, and she had like a little protective uh suit, not a suit, just the top part. And she had like five gallons of milk in her shit, and I was like, bro, milk only lasts like two weeks. Even if you freeze it, that shit's trash. Yeah. So, I so what the fuck is you doing with this milk? I don't even drink milk, bro. <laughs> so I Me honestly neither. don't know. And I see, I got, like that. I have enough canned uh, veggies, and I got meat, and I got fucking a twenty-five pound bag of rice. Yeah. So you know, I'm good. I'll be good regardless, because I don't have to go in that shit. It might be my chance to lose some weight. Hell, <laughs> goddamn, come out of this bitch looking like damn. Baby Tupac or some shit. Baby Tupac. Nah, you'll be sure. Baby sure. Sure, big nigga. I want to get small. You'll, you'll be baby sure. The small version of sure. And who you'll be? Mm, Warren Snoop. G. I'm Snoop. You ain't Snoop, nigga. I'm Snoop. I got you Warren G. I got the hair, bro. Bro, you Warren G. You look just like Warren G. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. I look like Slim. You should do a poll. Have your picture. <laughs> Right beside Warren G. <laughs> bro, I don't look like Warren G. Yeah, you do, bro. My mama used to tell me quit smoking weed. I fold that song though. I exactly. fold that whole album. Anyway, bro, let's get to the political Where shit, dog. Bro, thousand dollar check. What you think? <sighs> I mean, I don't know. It's it'd be some bullshit. It's I think I don't know. I don't give a fuck about it, honestly. Me neither. The thousand dollar check. I think the like the odds of that happening is the same odds of like reparations. I think it's not going to help anything or anybody. But I I will tell you. I haven't done my taxes yet. Me neither. So hopefully, shoot. I know I'm an old state, but hopefully federal fuck with me this year. So hell, that thousand plus whatever. Might help me, you know. And my girl, she's real good at saving. Did you see that they're uh, pushing the tax date back to July 15th? For real? Yeah. Breaking news. 
<laughs> That's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah, they pushing the tax date back to July 15th. Um, but the crazy thing, and I, I wrote this under somebody's post that had shared that article. Shit, you know, we went to college. Mm-hmm. So we still got to renew our um our student loan pl- uh payment plan. Mm-hmm. So I still got to do my fucking taxes before May. Because I think my student loan uh repayment plan, I have to renew it before, I think, May 15th. Fifteenth or May nah May twenty first every year. Man, fuck them student loans, bro. Yeah, I'm not paying them shits. I'm not paying them shits either. Um, I alter my taxes to the point where I don't have to pay. I do income based payments, so my my payments always zero. Well, we need to talk about that off air. Yeah, because I need that shit too. <laughs> nah, you probably can't do it because you got a a good paying job. You know, I'm a, a freelance and entrepreneur, so. There's different ways to it. Even though I want to put the listeners on game right now. All you guys, especially you guys that's selling drugs and accepting cash apps, don't do that shit. If you make more than $10,000 on cash app, they report that shit to the IRS. I know that for a fact. <laughs> so don't do that shit. Cash only. Stop dealing with cash app. No, it's crazy how shit has changed since when we was coming up. Cause hell, I remember damn people used to try to damn buy, buy drugs with change. You yeah. never had nobody try to pay you in change. Yeah, all the time. I take change. Though. I take anything. I'm like fifty cent. Nah, nigga, give me quarters at least. I don't give a fuck, nigga. Cash out. I was the nigga that used to goddamn go to Walmart to the little coin star with the mm-hmm. big ass water jug full of change, dumping that bitch in there, leave that bitch for like two hundred dollars. I was that nigga. <laughs> hey, ain't nothing wrong with it. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you though, Kel. That a thousand dollars would help me out a lot right now. I understand, bro, but I just I can see, and this might be me being negative or a devil's advocate. Negative, Nancy. Yeah, and I can I can just see the ignorance that's gonna come with that. People gonna spend that shit on. Stupid shit Especially if everybody Get to get the check Right And and how do you Okay The US is trying to do The um The thousand dollar checks Or whatever And I've heard Different variations of that But France They actually Stopped all like Utility payments And mortgage and rent payments For businesses only I've seen that How do you feel about that Um I and, think It's It's just different type economies like so for the u.s you know it's kind of free enterprise here mm-hmm. i don't think that would work here and i tell people that all the time like it like everybody's always comparing country to country it's it's just different type economies i understand that i just and, and I'm, I'm not mad at it because i can see the point of doing that yeah um but that leads me to ask like what what would be the solution for the actual citizens of your country? I'm going to be honest. In America, this is definitely what we need to do. Um, until we get control of this and get this thing handled out, I think we need to put at least two loan payments to the back end of the... Uh, the term? Yeah, to the back end of the term. For sure. Like, that's not even with a question. Like, they, sh- I think they should have did that already. Cause at the end of the day, you still gonna have to pay the shit. Like I, I seen somebody say something like Georgia Power isn't, um, 
Georgia Power won't cut your power off and they're not terminating the water and all this and all that. It's like that's fine, but you that's, still you gonna still have to, gonna pay, have that to pay that shit. Yeah, you still <laughs> you still pay gonna that have shit. to pay that shit, bro. And if I got the thousand dollars, I would the whole thing would go towards bills. Me too. I mean, there, it not I, even a cent. I had because honestly, because my girl she's furloughed right now, so she's not getting paid. But even if I don't work, I'm getting paid. To my knowledge So you know Shit don't really stop You know I can still Afford to live But you know Just that head start And then Not knowing What's gonna happen In the Upcoming weeks Because Everybody is saying It's gonna get worse Yeah And you know if That's what I would do with I, I pay up on bills Just so I can You know Have a little cushion And be comfortable Cause like you said You never know dog. You don't know What's coming next And if they shut down All businesses bro. A nigga just be wanting some wings, cuz. What? That's what I want right now. <laughs> I just want a wing plate and a stogie. Can I have that? Dog, that's all I want. See, I got that one cigar. But shit, I bought a carton of damn cigarettes. So you I'll be six. good for like, I'll be good for a couple of months. You got to stop smoking cigarettes, dog. When you going to stop? I say, I, I say whenever I have kids. Because that's what my, a lot of people I know did. Do you do you want kids? Hell yeah, I want seven. Seven? Why seven? It's my lucky number. Bro, I went to Walmart yesterday. I, I keep talking about Walmart, my little Walmart trip, but it was an ass of kids in there because you know they out of school? Mm-hmm. Bro, we got to get the motherfuckers back in school. I almost got into it with uh, one of them little niggas. What do you mean when you say got into it? Bro, they was in there like playing around on the phone and making prank videos. And like shit. high schoolers? Yes. They need their ass whooped, bro. That's what I said. Like, I was thinking because, like, all I said to little buddy is is I was like, hey, bro, stop all that playing. I ain't in here for that. And he just looked at me and was like, I'm sorry, sir. And he walked away. And I was like, that shit could have went another way. And I was like, they they going to put me under the jail. I put my hands on a fucking 15-year-old. But, but see, like, though, if he fucking with me, then what do I do? You can't do anything. And, that, and that's And that's the thing. It's just like, uh, God, what it was some Twitter post about um, a guy bragging about how he um, he um, unfriended this guy because he had asked about a seventeen-year-old, and the guy was like twenty-four, twenty-three, twenty-four. Mm-hmm. He asked about a seventeen-year-old, and so everybody started saying like. Well, the age of consent where he's at is like 16. So he was like, but that's still nasty. And I was like, you know, where does your your moral compass like yeah. cut off? Because you people complain about what's legal and what's illegal. But then it's still that silver lining of, you know, what can you do? So if a 15-year-old comes and punches you in your fucking mouth, you're supposed to go tell his mother? Who's probably like slitting out somewhere? That's not right. But <laughs> you know what <laughs> That's I mean. Horrible. But, so, I'm just but saying. I'm just saying. I'm following though. I'm but you know. You. But hell, if they if they 15 in the store by themselves, yeah, doing dumb shit that you know, who raised you, my nigga? You it's, know what yeah, I mean? It's a chance. Um, yeah. I always uh, talk about that. Like, what's the if if. All laws aside, what's the age you think the age of consent should be? Because, you know, 
we always look at it from a standpoint of when we were younger, the girls that was fucking with older guys. Right. So it's like, what would be the age? Me personally, and this is just me, I, I try not to judge people that do like younger girls, but I don't like no girl younger than 25 years old. That's just me personally, though. But as far as the age I would put it at, I think I would put consent at 16, dog. I would put cigarettes at 16, too. Mm. I, I would I would put alcohol and clubs put, at 25. You, you would have to put it all at the same age to me. I'll put guns at 25, too. I, I would say if you're going to impose an age restriction on stuff that can alter your body, your mind, anything, making critical decisions where you're still under the supervision of your parents, it all has to be universal. There's no reason you sh- okay. you, you can tell me that I can go and die for my country. And I know this is an old-ass saying, I can go die for my country, but I can't goddamn take a drink. You know I what I mean? I smoke a cigarette. Right. You can, you can put me through the gas chamber and, you know, break me down mentally and build me back up, but I can't do something that I want to do that is mind-altering. And it can alter your body and how you act and grow and develop. But you, you just have to be universal across the board. Just like sex. If, you, you know, you, if you're having sex, you can get pregnant. You can get diseases. You can do anything. So it, I, to me, I feel like what age does a person feel like they're responsible enough to make all these decisions? And I think that, that falls on the parent. Honestly, if my daughter is 16 and she shows a level of maturity where I feel like she understands the risk in the decisions she makes, I'm okay with the decisions she makes. And I feel like if I'm raising her the right way, I wouldn't even have to worry about her being manipulated by somebody that's older if she's not interested. You know what I mean? Where money is not going to interest you. The car you drive is not going to interest you. You know, whatever you can do for me is not going to interest you. Why do you have interest in me if I'm in high school? You know what I mean? Just that mindset, you know, and it falls on the parents. Just like the R. Kelly shit. Where the fuck were the parents? Why did your children think that it was okay to do that with this man? You know what I mean? That is a question, but, you know, when you ask questions like that, people... Automatically say you're victim blaming. Victim blame. I mean, <laughs> that term is gross, isn't it? Dog. My whole thing is, there's both sides have victims. You know what I mean? Uh huh. But there are crimes, in my opinion. This is just my opinion that that you can avoid. You know what I mean? You can avoid getting robbed. If you weren't in the club flashing all your $100 bills, you know what I'm saying, and you ain't strapped. And I hate that. I hate when people do that shit. You know shit. what I mean? If you, if you get robbed that way, then, you know, you can victim blame. Nigga, you stupid. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you just, you, you have to, it's time for parents to step up, you know. Take responsibility, man. You have to put your children in the best situations possible. Everybody want to have something to blame or some reason. Like, I was having a conversation with somebody today, 
and they was talking about their upbringing and, and they was like yeah i can tell you probably grew up privileged so you probably wouldn't understand and i was like that's kind of crazy for you to assume that but i was like the difference between me and you is i'm not looking for someone to blame for my mistakes and like the old head i was talking to last night i was telling him he was asking me about uh my dad and i was like he was like you probably got beef with your dad or something i said bro a lot of people tell me I got dad issues. I definitely don't have dad issues because I'm not looking for someone to blame for any mistake I ever made. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I have dad issues. That's because I, you know, I didn't do what I should have done and said what I should have said while he was here. But I don't That's let that cripple me. You know, I, 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 I used to blame him for that, but then it just got to a point where, like, okay, kill. You know, you old now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, your daddy ain't ain't stopping you from, you know what I'm saying, doing what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? You got to take respons- responsibility for your own shit. And you have to actually goddamn stop crying and bitching and using this nigga as a crutch. Like most people do. Right, and actually boss up. And that's why I, I don't make excuses. Even if somebody else hindered me from accomplishing something, I would not make an excuse. I won't throw them under the bus. I just, I try to keep it moving. And I try to do my best to make it right the next time. Yeah. A lot of people don't possess that. All right, we had a 30-minute mark. Let's switch gears a little bit. I wanted to uh, ask you about something. I know you're happily in a relationship right now but uh this you know just some past talk um does that make you nervous how i built up to that yeah a little bit <laughs> you see my face i like doing that shit i like doing that shit because it's funny okay bro i had to switch the mood a little bit oh you potting now yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right bro so here it go here it go this is what i want to know I randomly just thought about this shit this morning because that same conversation I had with someone, I asked them this question because it was two females. Mm-hmm. Bruh, have you ever had a female you just met, just started kicking it with, and you actually liked her, mm-hmm. ask you, like, early as fuck, what are we? And how early is too early? I think a woman shouldn't ask you, what are we? Until at least like after five to seven years, because that at that point, then that's when you have the right to open your lips to me. <laughs> I'm, that was a joke. But <laughs> so basically, it should just come natural. But no, for real, I, I I've never, I've never had. Uh, I might have had one girl ask me that, and that's just because how I was in the past. I wasn't really, like, kicking it with you like that. You know, it was just, you know, we could be cool or whatever. We can go out to drink and shit, but, nah, I, 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 I've I, always been the type of person to um, let my intentions be known. Mm-hmm. And I, I hate selling dreams. Me too. I stopped selling dreams after my key got card, or my car got keyed. My key got card. Yeah. <laughs> that shit still be pissing me off, so I can't say that know. shit right. That shit happened to me before, and I was in my mama car. That shit is the worst, bro. They keep my shit outside of a Waffle House. Luckily, my homeboy painted cars, so I just went and he uh, painted it up for me. But, bro, I don't, I don't lead women on. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
understandable. And, and that's what my answer was too when uh, the, the females asked me about it. But they both said the same thing. They both said they think the perfect time to ask a man that is like two months. And I was like, my nigga, that's early as hell. That shit should happen naturally. And I was like, but yeah, it should. I mean, but but then that goes on with the man. I think. I think you know, men got to speak up. You know. Yeah, yeah, that's you what get, I said. Communication. You know, if you're if you're telling somebody, and I got a homeboy like this, and I really hate this about this nigga. He he <laughs> will tell the he will tell a girl that. He doesn't want a relationship. He's chilling right now. You know, he doesn't want anything serious and will spend all his time with this girl. You know what I'm saying? Introduce him to the parents and stuff and, you know, go to the parents' funerals and shit like that. And That's funny because I got a friend like that, too. And this friend I got, he like big girls. <laughs> <laughs> he crazy. But, nah. You know, it's just it's just at a point where, you know, at a point, you 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 have to stop putting yourself first. You know, when you, when it comes to other people's emotions, because you never know what somebody is going through, mm-hmm. and what they're capable of once you push them to a certain point. That's why you you have to make your intentions clear, and then after you say something. You have to make sure your actions match what you say. Because if you're telling the girl, nah, you know, we just cool, but goddamn, you cooking her dinner every night at their shit. Big signals. Yeah, and then y'all going to the film reunions and shit. Then you gotta, you know, just man up. I'm gonna be honest, I've been through that before. Kinda like it was the situation was one thing to me, but it was another for for her. And it took me a minute to realize, like, oh, she thinks we're in, like, a relationship because what we're doing. And it's not her fault. It's my fault because I am kind of playing this. Mm-hmm. You know what so what do you do at that point? Do you sit her down and talk to her or do you leave yes. her alone? Yes, you definitely talk to her. Like, in my situation, I sat her down. I talked to her. We had a disgusting conversation. It was gross. Okay. I ended up telling her, like, uh, my nigga, you done slept with, like, most of my homeboys. I don't deserve that. I don't deserve to be with no bitch that's... And it's funny because she recently called wow. me. She recently called Toxic me, Toxic masculinity. Nah. <laughs> listen, though. Listen, though. It gets good. She recently called me and said, Slim, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. And she going to hear this because I know she listens to my podcast. Because that's my first time talking to her in a while. And I can tell she listens to everything. But she said, Slim, I'm going to be real with you. I was talking to someone and I just was thinking about the times that you told me. Like, bruh, I can't be with no chick that slept with my homeboys. She was like... I used to think you was like... You know, fucked up and childish for that shit. But she was like, "My nigga, you right." I was like, "I know I'm right." She was like, "You don't have to be with somebody if if they did something or they have something going on that you don't agree with." She said, "You're able to have that that choice." I was like, "I know. She I've just, been through she that." She just realized that the male ego is way too fragile for that. Facts. You know, I mean, I'm the same way. But I don't think it's immature of me to not want to be with somebody that slept with one of my friends. That doesn't make me immature. I wouldn't even... In my past self, I wouldn't even, like, deal with that person. You know, I might sleep with them once or twice, maybe seven times. But <laughs> Maybe seven times. <laughs> you know, it just depends. <laughs> it just depends. But, uh, you know... As far as like kicking it and being cool, I matter. Well, 
I'm not going to get back on that because last time I brought that up, I got a lot of flack from that shit. But just know there's been situations where, you know, the shoe's been on the other foot and the other person was totally okay with it. Mm. So. But, yeah, back to um, the what are we too soon thing. I got the best what are we too soon uh story, bro. And I kind of got a reference it off of I can hear the asshole coming. Nah, it ain't really no asshole shit, bro. But I'm about to reference it off of a meme. I seen a meme. It was a man and a woman on the beach, and they was drinking a beer. And she looked at him. Nah, he, he looked at her and said, this is a beautiful view. And she looked at him and said, so what are we? Mm-hmm. That happened to me, like, in real life. Like, bro, I was young. I think I was, like, 20. This chick, <coughs> dog, this chick took me on this trip out of town. I'm not going to say where because then they're going to know who it is. But <laughs> uh, she took me on this trip out of town. I'm talking about great trip. Mm-hmm. I'm talking we was having fun, bro. You know, sunrises, drinks, you know, just good time, bro. Good time. One of the best trips I've ever been on. <sighs> like. The last day there, I think we was there like two or three days. Yeah, three days. The last day there, we was kicking it. She was extremely drunk. And Shawty just looked at me and was like, so what are we? Bruh, I had only known her for a month. I was like, nigga, we are here kicking it in another country having a great time. You know what? I do have a story about that shit. The what are we? Yeah. Please but it wasn't it wasn't like a what are we? It's like nigga, I'm investing time in you and you about to take me serious. Yeah. So I had this uh and this was one reason like I left white women alone like for a long time. I couldn't see you dating a white woman. I it, I wasn't dating her, bro. It's funny cuz all my all my <laughs> viewers be like slim I know you got a white girlfriend. And I'm like, my nigga, there's nothing wrong with white girls, but I definitely don't have a white girlfriend. I can see you with a white girlfriend. Why everybody say that? There's nothing wrong with white girls. It's your though. personality, bro. What about it? Fits, it? The it Republican fits the, Slim? It fits the nigga with the white girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Y'all gonna stop painting me as Republican Slim. No, nah, I mean, shit. It's Democrats with down Man, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, tell your story. So, white chick, right? I had just broke up with my ex. And she was my ex's boss. Mm-hmm. Thick ass white girl. When I say though, when I seen her the first time, I was like, God damn. But I couldn't say nothing because my old lady was right there. Yeah. So I actually saw her like the day after I broke up with my girl or my ex. And um, I was like, you know, me and so and so broke up. So, you know, saying we can hang out now. She's like, what you mean, hang out? I was like, listen. Just, you know what I'm saying, get my number and just hit me up if you want to hang out. So that same day, she told me to come through. And we was watching some shit. I think it was like American Horror Story. And I ended up, like, smashing the first night. So I probably, like, every time I got drunk, smash, smash, smash. And then this motherfucker cooked for me on my birthday. Some trash shit. <laughs> Bruh. Was it some white people shit? <laughs> Hell yeah. It was like a... It was supposed to be like a cordon bleu, but she didn't fry nothing. She just put like a piece of ham, like a sliced piece of deli ham on top of a dry-ass chicken breast. <laughs> I was like, bro, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> shit sounds trash. Is that the I'll most trash meal you ever had? Hell yeah, dog. And I done had some terrible meals, bro. 
Hell, I'd, I'd, I'd rather eat damn the cardboard and the noodles come in. But, bruh, so she cooked for me, blah, blah, blah. Smash. And then one night, I'm fucked up. It was one of them $2 Tuesdays at, uh, no, the dollar tequila shots at, at Midtown. Yeah. I remember them days. Bruh, I went over there. This bitch had drunk like three bottles of wine and had them popped open her floor. Man, she was like, how can you take that black bitch serious, but you don't take me serious? Oh, I've been no. fucking and sucking you and blah, 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 blah. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go. <laughs> <laughs> You've overstepped your boundaries. <laughs> and, bro, this motherfucker stood in front of the door and said, I will beat my own ass and send your ass to jail. Nigga, I FaceTimed Jamal. And said, record this shit, bro. You see her face? Ain't got no marks on it. I ain't touch her. I'm just trying to leave. And she let me leave. And then I went it's over there. And I was, nah, fuck <laughs> Between that. love and hate. But you want to know the kicker, bro? What? I went to Jamal crib to tell him what, uh, what had happened. And so she hit me up. She's like, I'm sorry. I'll suck your dick. I hate when they do that shit. And you went back. <laughs> I know you went back. She had no gag reflexes, cuz. I'm sorry. Hey, bro. Head ass, yeah. I hate, I hate that shit though. Yeah. I hate when a female do some head ass shit to you, but you still go back because it's like you think about that one thing she do good. No, nah, no, nah, that motherfucker was a beast, bro. When I say she had a body like. Like, I don't know. It, she got a porn star body, bro. Yeah. Her teeth was just fucked up, but I just, like, I ain't kissing her. Yeah, don't give a fuck about that. Yeah. Bro, you seen that picture I posted online of Damo teeth? Mm-mm. <laughs> I don't want to look at that shit, bro. I was looking at James Harden teeth the other day. <laughs> Those shit's so, ugh. Yeah, them shit's are disgusting, bro. Man, I'm just going to show you this picture of Damo. And then I'm gonna get veneers, bro. Shout out to Domo. Domo cash at me some money today, dog. That's my nigga, dog. You know what he looked like right there? Oh, he like a, a black version of uh, Miss Trunchbolt from uh from Matilda. Yeah, I know you talking about. Nah, I think he looked like Baby Shark, do 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 do, like just the song. <laughs> that nigga look like the song. <laughs> Mama shark, do, 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 do. you're an asshole, bro. <laughs> hey, but bro, when I was at Southern, bro, I think those the worst meals I ever had in my life. And from white women, or just one chicks? girl was Hawaiian, the other girl was black, and um, a lot of them girls can't cook in college, bro. Yes, bro, bro. And I told this story before, and niggas told me I was bugging. Look, dog, I right, couldn't cook two different times now. I know I told one on my podcast before. I, 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 I think I told the other one on place. main podcast. Bro, no lie. I see this chick. I'm walking out my building, about to walk to the bus. See this chick, and she's like, hey, can you come here real quick? I got in walk towards, and she was like, um, I just wanted to get your number, blah, blah. I said, cool. Gave her my number, and she was like, what you doing tonight? Nigga, it was the night that Wiggins played Jabari Parker. Mm-hmm. It was college game night. I'll never forget that shit. And she was like, uh, I want to cook for you tonight if you know if you ain't had no plans. I said, cool. Bro, I pull up to this bitch crib. It ain't really smelling good in there. I'm like, hmm. But she Hawaiian, so I'm like, something good. Probably some weird there. shit, yeah. Yeah, but I'm just like, whatever. 
Bro, Shotty bring the plate, bro. She brings me another beer. She brings the plate. I kid you not. You know them little kid plastic plates with the little square shits? First of all, everybody that know me know I don't fuck with, like, plastic plates or paper plates. Or, bro, bring me a real plate and Why a not? real glass. I just don't, dog. It's just something about it. I always so if you go to like a that. cookout, you can't get a paper plate? I'm going a, I'm, I'm to a use the paper plate. I'm not going to like it, but I'm going to use it. And shout out to my homeboy Serge Because he hate that shit about me He can't stand that shit We went to a chick house one time And she handed us paper plates And I looked at her and was like You ain't got no real plates And she was like uh, uh, Yeah it's in the cabinet And he was like Nigga why you do that shit nigga I hate when you do that shit I done told your ass Do the fucking dishes too Since And I don't do dishes for, That's yeah. why he really hate that shit Because yeah, I don't yeah, do dishes I hate up. dishes Anyway bro Stop making me sound like an asshole You are nigga <laughs> You doing that yourself But look though bro Shawty bring me the plate bro I kid you not, dog. She got the it, like the little instant side rice in the bag, the little cheddar cheddar broccoli joint. Yeah. She had that shit on there. She had some canned green beans, and she had frozen fish sticks. Oh, she bought your kids meal. The kids meal joint. What was the uh, brownie? She could at least gave you a brownie, my nigga. No brownie, just 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 a uh, natty light. <laughs> you, ate, <laughs> you ate that shit too, didn't you? I eat the fish sticks. I eat the rice and the greens. I'm not eating no cardboard fish sticks, bro. That shit dead. Damn, nigga, you too good for a fish stick? Yeah, I ain't eat no fucking fish stick. Would you eat, like, a fish from, like, a fast food restaurant? A fish what? Like a fish sandwich. Um, That's the same thing, bro. It's the yeah, exact same I thing. <laughs> I will be honest. <laughs> what the fuck? I ate a fish sandwich last night. I was going to sit here and lie. Nigga. I had a fish sandwich from Checkers last night. I definitely it's did. It's the same thing. And that shit was Bussin'. good as fuck. I know. I was <laughs> that shit was busting. <laughs> that bitch was hidden. I ain't going to say that. This shit was busting, bro. And I don't even like fish like that, bro. I'm not. I'm not a but, huge bro, fish person. For some reason, I just couldn't eat that shit. Then, then, bro, the second time though, second time I had a bad meal, I don't eat spaghetti. Shawty made spaghetti on Valentine's Day with bow tie noodles and said it wasn't spaghetti because she used bow tie noodles. Nigga, that's spaghetti, nigga. Nigga, I don't give a fuck if you got frog noodles. It's spaghetti. I'm just saying, bro. Why don't you like spaghetti? You don't like tomato sauce. Mm. That's the only thing that nah, I don't trip about tomato sauce. I don't like spaghetti because my mama cooked that shit every day when I was growing up. Nigga, you know, my mama did meal. too. That's why I don't like that shit. Man, you crazy as fuck. I can make some good ass spaghetti, bro. Bro, times is different now. I don't. I shouldn't be. I shouldn't have to eat spaghetti. Nigga, spaghetti is okay. <laughs> I just don't. So like if you it, go bro. to an Italian restaurant, what do you get? Oh, I don't like pasta. Dog, that's ignorant, dog. It's not ignorant. No, I don't like I said, pasta. No, I said Italian, and the first thing you said is pasta. They got more than pasta, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even think about that shit, bro. I, I instantly was like, nah, no pasta. <laughs> that shit racist? It's not racist. It's ignorant. <laughs> Damn, I don't eat pasta. What about Italian? Nigga, fuck pasta. Hey, that is ignorant because I, I've been to Italy before, and they pizza good as fuck, and that's I like instantly saying, thought about pasta. That's like saying I don't eat soul food. Well, you said you, don't, you like soul food? I was like, I don't like fried food. Like, that's the only thing about soul food. It's fried food. Shit, all right. <laughs> hey, <laughs> all right. I feel you, but shit. <laughs> what, baked chicken, nigga? I Take mean, that shit. baked chicken somewhere else. Hey, bro. You don't like baked chicken? I don't really fuck with fried chicken, dude. Nah, I don't like baked chicken when uh niggas take the pan 
and they bake the chicken in the pan and they cook it in all that fat. I'm like, nigga, you should have just fried it. What you mean? Like, you know how you you can take the pan and put the little lining shit on the bottom so the grease will be at the bottom and the chicken be at the top and it's not cooked this and is, smothered this and all that fat. This is what I do. Well, if I bake it in the pan with the fat, I'll, after it's kind of done, I uh, take it out, I pour the fat out, and then I um, put it on the pan so it can crisp up and all the fat will drip off of it. And then I take the, the fat and make a gravy with it for okay. the rice. Okay. That's 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 what I do. I'm fine with that. But I, Oh, I, I forgot, nigga. You can cook. Yeah, nigga. I'm a great cook. Yeah, I forgot. And you can barbecue like a motherfucker, too. Yeah, I forgot you did have some damn my grill food. Yeah, that shit was hidden. I ain't gonna lie. You, dog, you, you honestly shocked the fuck out of me. For real? Yeah. Like, because it's rare a nigga can just really cook, like really barbecue. It's crazy because Big King calling me right now. Big King, he can barbecue too, but he barbecue like a white man. No seasoning. He seasoned his shit. I ain't gonna lie, I love how he seasoned his shit because he don't he don't use a lot of salt. Uh, he's he's a pepper type person, and I'm a pepper type person. Okay. Because I'm just I'm real big on like cholesterol and shit. See, I just I I keep it simple, bro. And my my thing is salt and pepper, and garlic. That's all you really need when it comes to, like ribs and shit. I throw some more stuff on it, but. It's all about your mop and your sauce, man. Yeah, you be killing that mop too. Yeah, that bitch be hen. Um, how you feel about women that can't cook? Could you be with one that can't cook? Yes, I can. Are you with one that can't cook? My girlfriend cooked last night. I feel like the answer is she can't cook. No, it was good. She's she's not strong. She she's not as as good as a cook as me. Oh, okay, but she you know she can cook, Bruh. But. I, I can say, I know she'll probably see this, but whatever. You know, when you think of women from those small country towns, you just think you about to get some old hog mog and neck bone type shit. The arm with the little fat drooping yeah, down? It, yeah, it, it ain't that. But, you know, she can cook. Damn. All right, but she can cook, though, so Yeah, it's she okay. can cook. Now... I used to deal with a little young chick, right? She couldn't cook. She doesn't clean. She isn't very independent at all. Useless. Excuse me. Yes. <laughs> and I used to ask her. I used to be like, like What the Bruh, fuck is your purpose? Yes. What are you going to do? And she was like, I, I can order takeout and, and make you laugh and suck your dick. Bruh. Did you see the video with the uh, the two girls and the guy? The podcast. The podcast. Yes, bro. When I they were talking it. about she wouldn't date a nine to five. I guy. was gonna try my hardest not to talk about that on a podcast, Yo, but we can talk about it. Bird, straight birds, bro. That's what I that. That's what I'm talking about, bro. So don't be asking me no what are we and you ain't got shit to offer. Like the video I did with Blue about uh, about the uh, men having low standards, bro. Men have to have higher standards when it come to women, dog. Just at the and least be able to cook, clean, and take care of my kids. At the least, my nigga. Is that is that too old fashioned of me to think though? It's it's old fashioned, but you know, you have your preferences. Cook, clean, I ain't take care of my that. kids and have a job. I ain't gonna kill you for That's that. That's at the least, my nigga. My whole thing is if you're gonna have preferences, just have something to bring to the table. And that goes both ways. Correct. And I and then a guy had made a, a great point under that post was like, you know, I'm not mad at her for her preferences, but, you know, if you find a doctor that would date her 
or a nine to five guy that would actually is looking for her type of that type of woman. <laughs> Good luck. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that 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 put it in perspective for me because I wouldn't date anybody like that. You know what I mean? Just that ratchet. You know, do this for me, do that for me, and all you got to offer is pussy, nigga. Pussy is in abundance, bro. Nigga, and the economy bad right now. You see OnlyFans. Dog, instantly when I seen her, when I seen her say that, I thought about my homeboy, dog. And we was young then. His uh, baby mama, dog, they was together. They had a good relationship. And he just up and broke up with her. I let some time go by. And then I asked him, I was like, hey, bro, why'd you leave old girl? Because, you know, they said, like, it was just, like, he just was like, nigga, I'm gone. That nigga was like Slim. He was drunk, so, you know, he started telling the truth. He was like, Slim, I'm going to be real with you, bro. I had just got a good job for the first time in my life. I brought the car that I always wanted. I had money coming in. You know, I had clothes. I had shoes. I had all that shit. He was like, nigga, I was laying in the bed with Shawty, and I just looked over, and I was like, I don't deserve this. What what didn't he deserve? He just felt like he needed a better-looking bitch. He said, nigga. And he said she, she wasn't really, she didn't have nothing going on in life. So he was like, he just felt like, I mean, what, what? I shouldn't work a 12-hour shift and come home to this every day. And at first, I was like, man, that's that's kind of, you know, that's kind of narcissistic for him to say. That shit is crazy for him to say. But now, I've been thinking about it. And he got me, a point, bro. Tell me your reasoning. All right, my reason for him having a point is I seen a I seen a status online recently too that they said some shit like my nigga I'm not working no ten hour shift and coming home to no flat booty. <laughs> the shit's funny, but it's just like, hey, bro, some real shit though. Kel, I know you disagreeing right now, but on some real shit, my nigga, if you working a twelve hour shift and you paying all the bills, at the least, can you come home to something decent? I'm just saying this it's a false equivalency because. What the fuck? You working ain't got nothing to do with the woman that you choose to be with, nigga. If you don't like a a, a, a ugly girl, why are you even laying up with an ugly girl? We definitely photoshopping that pink pussy hat back on you. No, I'm just saying, <laughs> uh, that shit sounds fucking wild, bro. It do, bro. But I ain't gonna lie, dog. I'm just, I'm just. That pro, shit does not make I'm sense. I'm just pro. Dog. Get what you want. All right, I so I'm just saying, you but you don't, you don't have to say okay. You don't have to. You just try to big yourself up by, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I told somebody you. Else. That shit is narcissistic. And that just shit's like, trash. I'm going to be honest, dog. When I was young, like real young, I used to think like that also. As I started growing, now I don't give we a fuck, We all dog. thought about that. Yeah. Now I don't give a fuck. I'm like, dog, I just, I just got to have me a bitch that's driven with some goals and goddamn, she's a nice person. Big on nice person because she can't be like me. She got to be the opposite of me. Driven, goals. And be able to take care of some shit. That's what a nigga want now. That's what a nigga got. You know what I'm saying? I'm, That's good. When I when I see shit like that post, you know, I'm happy that she's not like that, dog. Yeah. And, that, that I need a nigga with fast money mentality is fucking disgusting. I bet that bitch got them. I bet she still got ringtones on her phone in this fucking um, city girl. My girls. partner got ringtones on his phone. <laughs> you talking about a uh, swole... <laughs> Hey man, steroids. But that's why I fuck with that nigga, dog. That nigga, that dog. That nigga do got. I thought that shit was his phone with all. Bro, I, I said this nigga. He got ignorant ringtones like uh, dog. Rocco. Dog, 
But that's why I fuck with that nigga, though. He's going to be him no matter what, bro. I fuck with people like that, like, too, like, like, that nigga, I don't give a fuck how long we known each other, though. This nigga has never changed, never switched up. And I don't care, like, this nigga went from, I ain't going to say having nothing, but, you know, to where he's at now. Mm-hmm. And just not still switching home, up, bro. Still the same. You still can tell too. And still give you, you the shirt you off tell. his fucking back. It's it's rare to just have good people around you, male or female. That shit just rare, bro. It's not really, bro. That shit rare, my nigga. Is is it just it, it depends on you, bro. If you if you want to be around positive people, bro, positive good people, you got to put yourself in those situations, bro. Because right. I've I've been in play I've been places where. You know, just the vibe and seeing people, bro. I had matter of fact when I went to the uh, to uh, my brother's gender reveal, mm-hmm. nigga. When I left, the people I met there, I'm seeing them on BT. I seen them on a Breakfast Club. They was on CNN and talking to Congress and shit. You know what I mean? And then I'm just like just meeting these people. And they just regular people. You know what I mean? But just the whole energy in the room was positive, bro. You know, it was like people that wasn't worrying about nothing or looking at shit. And I seen, you know, some of them hoes had on, like, Louis Vuitton scarves and all that other bougie shit. That shit don't bother me. But, you know what I'm saying, I'm not going to be with shit like that. But just, you know, being around that shit, that shit makes you feel better. You know what I mean? I agree. And it's, versus being around, you know, Niggas that you don't know what the fuck they gonna do in the next five minutes. You know what I mean? Even though, you know, we all got those people. And I, you know I say? I still got my homeboys. I, I love to death. But I'm I'm not gonna be in certain situations with them. You know what I mean? If the niggas wanna kick it, shit, come to the crib. I'll come to your crib. We can goddamn drink. I got a friend like that, bro. He, um, <clears throat> as uh, we start getting older, we start growing apart. Mm-hmm. And he kind of seen it as like I talk about this all the time too He kind of seen it as like Oh this nigga Slim starting to change And I'll be like Nigga yes I am changing And that shit you do is head ass Bro I recently I ain't, I ain't gonna say, say too much about it I will say it I don't give a fuck Bro I, I recently Somebody sent me an article From Augusta Chronicle And the article Basically Had him on it I'm not gonna say what it was about But it had him on it Who was the uh, Arthur? Do you know? Of the, of the article? Nah, I don't know. Don't read it out loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I read that. Yeah, but that shit head ass, though. That shit head ass. But anyway. And we still got people like that, but you gotta, you know. I still fuck with him. He my nigga and all, bro, but I just don't want to be around that type shit. You know what I'm saying? I only right. want to be around. Like I was saying last night, the old head I was talking to last night, I was like, bro, even though I haven't known, like, Maine for a long time, that's my nigga, bro. I fuck with Maine, bro. Like, yeah. just every time I'm around him, bro, it just, it's it's so positive, dog. And yeah. it's like we both doing the same shit. We both on the same shit. That's the kind of, like, relationships I want to have. Like, bro, me and you was kicking it Saturday night, bro. I had a good-ass time. I literally mm-hmm. woke up the next day and was like, dog, I had so much fucking fun yesterday just chilling, bro. Because yeah. it's like... All your friends you grow up with, they on the bullshit. Like, Damo, my nigga, bro. I love that nigga to death. He gonna always be my friend. But Damo is a trash-ass nigga, dog. And I'm not telling him nothing. I don't tell him every day. That nigga is so trash, bro. You got people like that, bro. I ain't gonna lie. My, uh... You know SK. DJ Nightmare. Yeah. 
he said the realest shit to me one day. And because I was asking him, like, you know, you don't kind of kick it with some of the people that I knew you kicked it with. He was like, dog, I'm the worst kind of friend to have until it's time to be a friend. Now, that shit resonated with me, bro. He was like, when it's time to step up and be a friend, nigga, I'm there for you. But all that other pleasantry shit, you know, you can leave that shit. Damn, that's a good one. You know I what I mean? Think of that. That's a real good one. And that shit really resonated with me. And I was like, well, he got a point. No, I ain't got to kick it with you every day and talk to you and be in your face. But you know if you need me, shit, I'm the yeah, one to I'm call. There. And also, it's like you kind of get to the point in in your life at your age where it's like, I really don't even have time for bullshit no more. Like, I literally got shit to do. And everybody got shit to do. Yeah, we you all know what I'm saying? And then we all got too much to lose. Yeah, I that's feel my like biggest thing. That's I got why too much shit I to fuck lose. with niggas like you and steroid. Like people work hard, and I see, I see their effort, and like, you know, I feel like if you work that hard for something you believe in, and you got too much to lose. You're not gonna put yourself or me in a situation where we could possibly lose something. Bro, I'll tell you one thing about working hard, too. Like, when you first start doing something, people don't see your vision, right? But then after you, like, start doing it for a little while and people start recognizing it, it starts to get weird. Did you see that little bumper clock thing on Twitter? It was, like, it had one notification versus, like, 900 notifications. It says the one is the um, support versus the congratulations. Like, everybody want to congratulate you, but don't nobody want to support you when you actually coming up. That's facts. So, I mean... Just like now, me with this podcast shit, bro. And I'm glad I'm saying it now towards the end of the podcast. Dog, it's annoying as hell that nobody knew. Okay, I don't have no problem with people not knowing what a podcast is. But nobody paid paid this shit no attention. They didn't even think it was shit. And now, every time I go out, a nigga, Hey, Slim, let me get on your podcast. Hey, Slim, your podcast, this. It's like, damn, nigga. Do you, you think I want to talk about a podcast on Saturday night? No. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but they 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 see what it could do. Yeah, I appreciate it, bro. I appreciate it, but oh, that's something I'm gonna talk about on my Saturday podcast. But we can talk about it now, bro. The um, what did I call that shit? I forgot what the hell I called that shit, dog. And yes, for the listeners, I am looking at my notes. I got notes full of all kind of head ass shit in here. Nigga, that's Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I call it the. What can we do for each other, people? And this is why I call it that. Okay. Bruh, there's people that literally think that they're just hot shit. And like, oh, I'm the person that you should network with because I have all these connections. And they feel like, oh, I only talk to people if if we can do something for each other. Bruh, I never get shit out of like coming in contact with those type people. Like, I hate a motherfucker that hits me up and tries to give me some advice about something and then they ask me for something at the end and they're not offering me shit bro i can't stand that shit that shit is annoying so you you saying that you want people that's like okay i could do this for you but what can you do for me i say i hate people with that mentality period okay because like a a connection should just be genuine it should just right, be right, something right. that so you come across going into the situation saying okay i'm gonna do this for you what but, can you do for me okay i got you yeah, are people that just have the whole mind frame of like, oh, I'm only dealing with people that can do something for me. It's like, bro, 
that shit should just come natural. It's kind of like if you have something going on and I can help you with that, I would love to help you with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not saying I want something back from you later. Well, I just want to well, genuinely help this. you. At a point, does it get overwhelming? Because I, I this may be different to you, but I kind of look at that as like loaning out money because I'm the type of person, if I have it, I'll let you get it. And, you know, if you don't pay me back, then, you know, you don't really have to. You just know not to ask me for shit no more. Yeah. But I'm not going to hold it over you. I'm not going to beef with you, you know, if you don't pay me back. So money is something different because money is a tool. So it's something different. People like tools. I think a person can be a tool. It right. just depends on how you use it. Just like a tool, like a hoe. You know what I'm saying? You can use a hoe to garden or you can use a hoe as a murder weapon. It just depends how you use it. But, like, connections, you should use people. Excuse me. You shouldn't use people. People should be, you should always have, like, a respect for humanity. It shouldn't be one of those things where you see somebody and you instantly see dollar signs. And this is coming from somebody that's a businessman. I just hate people that are ingenuine, bro. I mean, but at a point... You know, my nigga, it's, it's natural. It's a natural feeling. You can't tell me that if you go out right now and Joe Button and Maul is sitting at a fucking bar, you wouldn't go up there and ask and, you know, just say spark up a conversation, let them know what you got going on. I wouldn't. You wouldn't? Mm-hmm. You're full of shit. I'm dead ass. I if I was in your position, that's just me, though. But I, you know, I'm big on network, bro. It goes back to what I just said about nigga ain't trying to talk about no podcast on a Saturday night. I feel you. Now, if that if the opportunity presents itself, you goddamn right. I'm talking about my podcast to them. Well, I I might have said the wrong type of situation, but if it's a situation where I guess there is meant for them to give you advice and shit like that, yeah. Then I definitely would in that situation, but I just wouldn't walk up to somebody in no fucking restaurant or no bar and be like, "Hey, my nigga, I fuck with y'all podcast. I got a podcast myself. Can you listen to it?" I wouldn't do no shit like that. Just like the nigga that ran up on Fifty. You remember that yeah. shit? Yeah. When uh, he was taking a picture in front of the uh, the fucking phantom. Yeah. Yeah. But see, that's also why you gotta have people like Damo around. Cause I know I just talked shit about Damo earlier, but the good thing about Damo is Damo's the nigga to be like. Oh, y'all bitches got their models? Oh, my nigga Slim a photographer. He that nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'd be embarrassed at first, but then when they look at me and be like, oh, you got a car? I'd be like, yeah. Number one hype, like, man. Okay, it worked. Yeah, bro. It's embarrassing. But it's like, he does the things, he does the things that, um, that I wouldn't normally do. And I tell Damo this all the time. Damo only has one trait that I think that, excuse me. I'm kind of envious towards. Mm-hmm. And that trait is he just doesn't give a fuck. He never gets embarrassed. He don't give a fuck what you think about him. None of that shit. He gets bro. embarrassed. It depends. It depends, dog. But for the most part. You remember that conversation we had uh, Saturday? We were talking about uh, he had to do what he had to do. The ugly bitch. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm only care about bitches, though. I'm yeah. talking about just like. I got Life, if anything besides bitches, my nigga don't get embarrassed. He don't give a fuck about shit, bro. Damo's gonna stick his neck out there. Like I said, it's gonna be a room full of bitches, bro. Let me tell you a quick Damo story. When we was at Georgia Southern, 
it was a girl. I don't know her real name, but her Instagram name was Tunchi Dot Marie. I know her. Well, yeah. I know of her. Okay. Damo and them threw a, a party. Niggas used to love her ass. Yes, bro. But Damo and them threw a party in me and Big Keen apartment. I had just got off work, so I wasn't really with the shits. You know what I'm saying? I cracked a beer open, and I grabbed my backpack because I'm about to go to the library and study for my test tomorrow. I ain't gonna lie, I was a nerd when I went to Southern too, bro. I didn't even know you could read, my nigga. Great. Me neither, dog. Thank you, bro. <laughs> that was my joke. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, you was my joke, OB. Yeah, nigga. <laughs> hey, when I sent you that, I said, this shit about to piss this nigga off. <laughs> I said, appreciate you, cuz. <laughs> but, bro, Shawty comes walking through the door, bro. My nigga Damo stop and freezes like a deer in the headlights and runs up on her. And goes, oh, Tucci Marie, it's good to finally meet you. I've been following you on Instagram for a long time, man. It's just, it's good to finally meet you. What'd she say? Nigga, she didn't have time to say nothing. I slapped that nigga in the back of his neck. And it was like, dog, don't ever do no lame-ass shit like that again, bro. This girl is a college student. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? No, they treated her like she was a celebrity. Her and uh, Mouton and all them. Yeah, they treated them like they were celebrities. Bro. Isn't that weird, on my nigga? That's weird as fuck. That's why I don't. I never put that much stock into to people. I don't give a fuck if you like Oprah, man. I don't. There's put that much people stock that in that that I respect and I I definitely hold to a high regard. Like literally before we start doing this podcast, I just listened to uh, Eminem on Mike Tyson podcast, Hot Boxing. One of the best interviews I ever seen in my life, and Eminem fanned out over Mike Tyson the whole time. Basically, Eminem interviewed Mike Tyson, basically, and it was Mike Tyson podcast though. But he fanned out the whole time, and I got it. Yeah. I was like, and Mike Tyson was like, "Nigga, there are those polarizing people." Yeah, but but not no fucking no somebody me, you go to college. It with. would never be an IG model. It would never be somebody's baby mama or girlfriend. Exactly. My, I think the only people that I would probably like. Fan out about it'll definitely be Obama. I'll just his just how he carry himself. You yeah. know, I would just want to just have a conversation with him, just to I don't know, just to talk to him. And is that your number one person? Yeah, that I would want to just talk to. That's a good number one. My number one would be Hove, though. I, I, I. I would like to hang out with Ho, but I don't think I would be like as starstruck as I was. Nah, honestly, dog, there's nobody that can just make me starstruck. But I'm not even. I'm not gonna sit here and flex. When I was 10 years old, I seen James Brown in the airport, and I got them ran all the way down the I mean, airport. But you young, bro. Yeah, I was a little kid. If you had to hang out with one like celebrity for a day, like just to have fun and just kick shit with, who would it be? See, that's a different question because you said have fun. If, if if I get to kick it with Hove, I'm yeah, probably we, we, no we, pad we ain't out. Talk, yeah, yeah, exactly. We're talking about so, just like who who do you think like just turn up and just laugh and have fun with? You gonna think I'm head ass for mine? I think for me it'll be it'll probably be Cat Williams or Ray J. I would never hang out with Ray J. I hang out with Ray J because he's like Damo. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. Damo's so fucking fun, bruh. Bruh, Damo literally can't help me with shit in life. I probably would hang out so with Ray fun, J. Bruh. Yeah, Ray J like Damo, bruh. 
Yeah, I would probably hang out with Boosie. That should be fun as fuck. You said Boosie? Yeah. Boosie way too head ass. Exactly, bro. That nigga head ass. I would probably hang out with Boosie. It's it's kind of crazy going from Barack Obama to Lil Boosie to Boosie, but Rihanna. No, <laughs> did you see that video? He was like, show them pussy lips on the uh. Yeah, on the line. Dog, that shit had me show dead. Show them pussy lips. That motherfucker said, I look so good. Goddamn, fuck you up, don't it? Man, that nigga. No, was... you don't. <laughs> that, I, I fuck with the confidence, though, bro. Hey, uh, what that nigga did? <laughs> that nigga Boosie is a funny-ass nigga, bro. Bro, he's hilarious, You can't dog. tell me that nigga went how your ass laughing all day. Um, LeBron went live last night, and the internet lost their fucking mind. And it's crazy because, bro, I was in, when I was in line at Checkers, bro, Soon as I pulled up to the line at checkers, the notification popped up and said King James is live on Instagram. I clicked that shit immediately. I said, oh, the internet about to lose their fucking mind. And he was on that bitch cussing up a storm, just kicking shit with his family, talking about how bored he is and how he missed basketball and woo I appreciate LeBron now, bro. I do too. I'm not a fan, but I'm a fan, if that makes sense. LeBron's a great man. Off the court, dog, King. you can't tell me shit about LeBron. On the court, I would never root for him. Hey, but, bro, this isn't this isn't that podcast. This is definitely a but that nigga LeBron dog just podcast. just seeing how he is now, how more vocal he is, how he helps people, and he's just himself, dog, and it's genuine, right? So off the court, LeBron on the court, LeBron. <sighs> anyway, dog, LeBron so James, LeBron went live LeBron. last night. And uh, people went crazy. I think one of the things they asked him, and it's funny because yesterday I posted on Facebook uh, a video of his game six performance <clears throat> versus the Celtics, and somebody asked him about that, and he answered it. He said, you know, I kind of just went into that game with the mindset of if we don't win this game, Pat Riley is getting rid of our asses. Ain't nobody getting rid of LeBron. <laughs> That's what he said, though. <laughs> I feel the same way. Anybody get rid of LeBron? LeBron ain't got shit to worry about. Nigga, the fucking, the fucking um, Miami Dolphins will take LeBron right now. <laughs> you seen the Falcons got uh, Todd Gurley? Yes, sir. Nigga still gonna be ass. We need, we still need some, uh, some, some uh, defense. defense. Jesus Christ, bro. Defense is ass. We need a safety, and we definitely need a at least a decent cornerback. I'm glad we got rid of Trufant. Trufant's been a bitch for a long time. Wow. Um, Everybody loved him when he had his breakout season. Fuck that nigga. Um, See how quick niggas turn on you, bro? I'm still, I'm still not mad at Matt Ryan. He pissed me off this season right here, but I'm back on the bus. Dog, he is like... He just inconsistent. At least he's not the worst in the um the worst QB in the um what they in the AFC South NFC South. Bro, let me tell you some funny shit, uh, sports related. This nigga Greasy just said something about the Falcons on Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. And the nigga posted in the comments he was debating with somebody, and he said, "Nigga, Matt Ryan not even the top five quarterback." Guess what the fuck he posted though? Bro, I gotta pull it up. You gonna laugh your ass off? This shit's so fucking funny, bro. He commented back to me, probably saying some head ass shit. All right, this nigga said, "This is what he said." He's <laughs> did he delete that shit? Oh no, he deleted. He said Matt Ryan isn't even a top five quarterback last season. But this is what he pulled up. He just went to Google and typed in top five quarterbacks twenty nineteen. 
found on the web, and they, and they just start listing quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. One of them on there is is Big Ben. <laughs> nigga didn't even play. Exactly. So I commented under that shit and said that was the worst research skills I've ever seen. <laughs> what the hell is this? <laughs> and then I posted uh, yards leaders, and Matt Ryan was in the top five, and he commented back and said, "Passing yards? Are you serious, nigga? He a quarterback? What the exactly. fuck do you rate them on, nigga? I only posted that because I was like, nigga, who that's was so- the top? Who's who's the top four? Uh, passing." I know Lamar. It was some trash ass goddamn quarterbacks. I ain't gonna lie. Mahomes. Um, I, I don't think he was in it. Um, Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston did go. Dak on. Prescott, Jared Goff, Philip Rivers, Matt Ryan. Oh, that shit don't count for nothing. I, yeah, passing it yards. Don't. It don't. But it's a stat. This nigga just typed in Google top five quarterbacks of I last year. I give you year. that. It is a stat, but <laughs> Jesus Christ. Top five quarterbacks of last year. Big Phillip, Ben. Phillip Rivers in the top five, and they let his ass go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Who did he sign to? He just signed to somebody. Uh, I forgot who he just signed to. He signed a one-year deal, a fat-ass deal, too, though. They bust that team down. Um, This free agency is wild as fuck, though. I ain't going to lie. He signed to the Colts. Hell yeah. They ain't gonna do shit. This free agency is crazy, dog. It's the only entertainment they need something we got. about to say, cause goddamn, it's boring, bro. I've been finding myself doing push-ups and shit. That's what I need. To I do. feel like I'm in jail. I've been watching damn <laughs> All America, and they done took the sports out of that shit too. This shit. Get they got. Boring. They got instead of the fucking regular football, I guess they budget got cut. Now they doing a seven on seven high school uh, season. What kind of shit is that? Bro, we need sports back, dog. Please bring sports back. We're tired of being quarantined. Bro, did you see that girl Just that was like, uh, please bring the NBA back. I be getting fucked six times a day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's real shit, though. That shit would make you goddamn start fucking your bitch more. Because it's like, man, I really ain't got shit else to do but drink a beer and, and fuck on her. I need to get me some beer, man. Uh, I ain't gonna lie. My girl's sister drop off like. Five bottles of liquor, six bottles of wine. You want to go get some drinks? I'm hungry too. Uh, you on you, uh, you on a budget, ain't you? I ain't on a budget. I'm debating on whether I want to be around people. Oh, the coronies. You know, damn the coronies. See, life life sucks, dog. Yeah, life sucks. Well, I'm definitely going to get some food in the stogie though. But yeah, man, this was another episode of Sit Down with Slim. Did I even do an intro on here? You didn't. I started doing one for you, but I was like, man, you know, it's this nigga shit. I ain't about to do stuff on this nigga toes and shit. Man, that's because goddamn, as soon as I press record, you just started talking. You started talking? Nah, you started talking first. Well, I, I apologize. It's been another episode, another oh, installment of episode. Bro, will you mock me, dog? Make Sit me down sound cool, slim. bro. Make me sound <laughs> oh, cool. Oh, I, I forgot you big slim. Yeah, big slim, nigga. Big slim, nigga. Make me sound cool, nigga. Make me sound cool, man. Nah, that's not how I talk. All right. I talk cool, like. That's why everybody loves slim. <laughs> they love big, so, big soldier slim. you damn right. Oh. Nah, niggas don't like I got. I got one more thing to tell you. What? I listened to Jay Electronica. That shit was ass. <laughs> My nigga, that shit sounded like the score for Titanic, dog. 
Bruh. <laughs> that shit head ass, ain't Bruh. it? And my the only conflict I had was calling something when Jay was was kind of snapping. Because Jay can rap, but the beats were so ass. You don't that shit's not enjoyable, bro. That shit was ass. I told you that the other night. I'm here to double down. That shit was two packs of ass. <laughs> that shit was two packs of ass. <laughs> dog, that shit was awful, bro. That nigga Joe Button went off though. That shit, dog. It's not as, dog. It's not as bad as Joe Button made it sound, but it's not good. Joe Button was talking like that shit was the worst shit he ever heard in his life, nigga. No, is is is. I feel him because everybody viewed. Jay Electronica as this mythical fucking rapper that was just like top five without dropping the album. Bro, me and Maine did a whole podcast about that shit last night. And I was telling them niggas that was on there because, you know, they a little older. They was born in the 70s. I was like, bro, it's perfectly fine to enjoy that type underground music and enjoy um, lyricism. But you still have to know when the music, when some music is just trash and boring. Right. Like the music just isn't good. Exactly. And I mean... And 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 when you're when you're like that, when when you're viewed like that, is very very small uh, margin for error. Yeah. Because you got to think. First of all, you haven't dropped music in never. You know what I mean. And then you come and put Jay Z on every song. You That's have to, you have, have to deliver Jay Z on your debut, and then you brag about it in the song, like nigga. Because the last time I heard Jay Electronica was the control verse. Yeah, I forgot about that, but yeah, you're exactly. Right. You know what I mean? And it's 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 disappointing because I never gotten Jay Electronica. I like all the exhibits, but was that was that three years ago? The control verse? It was longer than that. Damn, that was like twenty fifteen, bro. God, damn. I think. Hold on. Yeah, like Main said on the podcast last night, Jay Jay Elect could he could have kept that bullshit. He definitely could have kept that bullshit. But uh, yeah, that album wasn't hitting on shit. I don't know why niggas even like that. That shit, shit. came out in twenty thirteen. God damn, dog. We I old. Did. Yeah, dog. Sheesh, bro. You know you old when an old. Excuse me, when a young nigga call you unk. Yeah. I remember one time a nigga called me that shit in the gym. A little nigga came to my uh my crib when I stayed back in the apartments, and uh nigga asked me if I was my brother dad. It was when I had just got back from college, bro. <laughs> Did you have a bald head then? Yeah. Yeah, that's probably why. I like I like the swung on that little nigga. <laughs> nah, you can't get mad at a little nigga. Bro, we nigga, just, you we just, just said old. you almost got into it with a little nigga. Bro, them niggas was doing pranks and shit. I don't play like, come on, bro. I feel you, though. And I, am I the only one that gets excited when them niggas who do pranks get their ass whooped? Nah, you not. I definitely get excited. I love that. I ain't shit. gonna lie, the pranks that's getting on my nerves now is them gold digger pranks. That shit getting so old. And that shit is whack out, as bro. fuck, bro. They it's said, so lame. It's like nigga, we know bitches want want the nigga with the nice car. So what, nigga? And then they send like the old, the most fat, nastiest niggas over there. <laughs> like, like damn, bro, you, you don't, damn right. She like, nigga, look in the mirror. You don't want to fuck you, nigga. <laughs> Come on, dog. Hey, bro, that podcast I did last night, I had them niggas rolling because they said something like, you know, Jay, Jay Elect, he a real artist. Like, he don't give a fuck about being on magazines and being in front of the camera. And then I just interrupted him and was like, because that nigga ugly. 
the niggas was rolling, bro. I like nigga, the niggas. I ugly. mean, dog, you you can be a real lyricist and actually make good music. You can. Kendrick does it. Kendrick is the best in the game. Kendrick does that shit, dog. But yeah, man, another episode of Sit Down with Slim, man. This nigga here, he don't like my radio voice. Fuck Kel. <laughs> Kel's just lame as fuck, dog. We got Kel back because y'all was asking about Kel. Fuck the intro, and we out. Yerk.